listen to the Black Guy Who Tips podcast because Rod and Karen are hot. I went down to the river. I sat down on the bank. I tried to think but couldn't. So I jumped in and sank. I came up once and hollered. I came up twice and cried. It was the water. If that water hadn't have been so cold, I might have sunk and died. But it was cold in that water. It was cold. I took the elevator, 16 floors above the ground. I thought about my baby, and I thought I would jump down. I stood there and I hollered. I stood there and I cried. And if it hadn't have been so high, I would might have jumped and died. But it was high up there. It was high. Hey, welcome to the Black Outtest Podcast. Your host Rod and okay. and we're in the house on a uh, Tuesday. And tomorrow we'll have comedy outliers on. That should be fun. Yay! Uh, you can find the show on iTunes, Stitcher, Podomatic. Just search the Blackout Tips. Leave us five star reviews. Appreciate it. Right, takes the time out to do that. The official weapon of the show is the taser, and the unofficial sport is bullet ball and bullet ball extreme. Yeah, and if we sound different, y'all, we got a new mix, so we're trying to get everything together. Yeah, it feels a little weird. It right does. Now. Don't sound right. Yeah, it sounds like uh everything I'm in is... the tin can. I don't know why. I <laughs> right, right. I don't, I don't um... know why I sound like I am like a, a, a tin can in the, in the string talking to you right now. I feel like a robot or some shit. <laughs> like I'm echoing within myself. <laughs> yeah, I don't, I don't know. know how we sound. Chat room. Do we sound fine? <laughs> I don't. Because <yeah. laughs> I know I don't sound right to me right now. Mm-hmm. Mm, might need to message the setting some more but i don't want to do it live on the air <laughs> i know right <laughs> they said we sound fine all right if they say so yeah. i could you know i'm gonna fuck with it hold on one second y'all and maybe because we deal with sound all the time yeah i feel like that sounds better that sounds better yeah okay yeah that's way better right because i just felt like uh. i was echoey I just felt like I was yelling without yelling. I don't know. I felt like when your mom was staring at you in church. I don't know how to Right. I was like, ooh, this don't sound right. It's too much. Anyway, guys, uh, you can find this show, iTunes, Stitcher, Podomatic. Just search the Blackout Tips. The official weapon of the show is... The Taser. And the unofficial sport... Is Bullet Ball. At Bullet Ball Extreme. And today's podcast is brought to you by nobody. It's just us. Uh, <laughs> just me and you. Time to get into the podcast, okay? Mm-hmm. It's just me and you. Ooh, baby. Oh, question. Who is that at the beginning? Scissor? Oh, that's... Oh, you talking about the poem? Yes. Oh, Langston Hughes. Oh, okay. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I'm doing something new now. Trying to take poets and do that. Uh, I shouldn't tell y'all who it is. I should do it just like the rap. Y'all go Google the lyrics and y'all will find these beautiful ah. poems and you guys will be informed. So I think I'm not even going to tell anybody anymore. Like I told y'all Nikki, G, Nikki Giovanni yesterday, but I think that's it. I think you guys are on your own after this. Ah, um, you don't know if you don't get rap or poetry. I know the uh, literary head is going to be like, I know that's when finally some shit I know he talking about. Yeah. So, you know, let's edify you motherfuckers. Okay. Uh, <laughs> you got some people say yes right up my alley ride yeah we're gonna try to try to hook y'all up okay um let's see what what should we even start with uh i don't know i had some random thoughts i did have a couple of those um so i shaved my beard down this morning okay uh, not that karen would notice guys she doesn't care <laughs> but no. i shaved it, i shaved it down this morning and i gotta tell you something now i know what it's like when women talk about getting a breast reduction okay that ain't the same it's a lot of pressure a lot of people talking about what about you know how your natural 
beauty and listen sometimes you have to cut it down for your own you know they was getting too warm under this beard okay <laughs> it was getting a little too much um you know it's getting a little too 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 much too heavy or starting to hurt my back you know <laughs> and I, I know all the fellas with beards y'all know what i'm talking <laughs> about you know a lot a lot of jealous men without beards was talking about oh if i had a big old beard like that i'd never cut it well you know what too bad okay everybody got different problems all right you know <laughs> you probably wouldn't be able to afford all the oils and all that kind of stuff you have to put on this thing as well so a lot of maintenance it's a lot of maintenance you know a lot of trimming up and all this stuff you got to be more careful about how you shave your face because you don't want to fuck up your beard and have it oh. looking messed up on one side and nothing better than getting home from a long hard day of work and just unstrapping this beard and letting it hang you know mm-hmm. just and when nobody's around nobody judging no nobody trying to rub my they fingers through it or step all <laughs> up on you and touch it it's just you know I, I don't need to be objectified every day people just looking at my beard like my eyes are up here guys so let's try to keep it you know keep it pc well yeah you, uh, uh your beers and breasts have uh, one thing in common they both get uh food got in them uh i didn't say anything about breasts and i don't know how that came into this conversation necessarily you said breast oh wait production. i did okay yeah i i mean i'm not saying that it's the same i'm just saying it's similar how it's treated yeah you know i didn't know, know that, i didn't know food got caught in breasts but they do they, they 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 do they're a good food catcher mm-hmm you don't even know it's there. You look down, you're like, what the hell? How did that get between there? Especially mm. something good. You pick it out, eat it, and keep it going. I did not know that was a thing. It is. So. Or you take your bra off and shit be falling. You're like, where the fuck that come from? You know, it's all good. It is all good. Mm-hmm. So they do got that in common. Um, at any rate, um, I'm glad I could cut it down. It was getting too, too hot. Uh, and then it gets in, like, you start eating it and it can get caught in your food and stuff. It's not just not good mm-hmm. big breast can do mm-hmm. uh shout out to facebook for being the thirstiest app going come on good grief man i don't even be trying to look thirsty and it mm-hmm. made me look thirsty the other day man um did you guys i don't and maybe y'all young single people y'all know all this shit because y'all you know are out there trying to fuck but i don't necessarily know all the etiquette of the internet but um you know people have facebook stories yes because mm-hmm. i started doing them recently yeah i did one or two but i stopped um oh i like the facebook stories yeah okay here's the problem with these stories do you know if you react to a facebook story like even if you just send like a smiley face or like uh you know thumbs up or whatever it's it turns into a direct message for the person yeah and now now that is weird i was like you do know this could have went on a normal timeline like why is we going behind the scenes yeah like, it is weird I, i'm used to it now but all of a sudden you be like, oh, I got a happy face, or I got a thumbs up, or I, you, and you're like, what is it? Oh, I said, oh, didn't I have to look to, to look to see um what they're responding to? I was like, oh, you're responding to my post, and I don't know if the people responding knows that that's what happened. Some people just respond to stuff; they don't know that's where it goes. I definitely didn't know, and I did not. I do not like that. Like I follow way too many black women to be sliding in their DMs because they put a Facebook story up. It don't look right you know what i mean and like i for a while at first i didn't know what was happening because like you know i like like somebody like oh cool going you know because people put on there like going to the gym or mm-hmm. this funny joke that i thought of or right, something that normally like it would those. be a status right mm-hmm. and i laugh emoji or something like that you know and then like a uh, little bit later i get like a direct message from the person and they'd be like oh ha 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 or something and i'm like why are you direct messaging me 
you know not that i'm not that there's anything wrong with direct messaging right me, but that's such a weird thing to do but when they, all i did was like your picture and then all of a sudden i realized i went through all my direct messages and it looked like i had been direct messaging people all fucking day <laughs> men, men and women by the way but right still, it like i've been direct messaging people all fucking day because it was just like thumbs up heart emoji uh <laughs> That's you know laughing yes. emoji everybody i was like damn like you know i don't know how many people like i mean and i'm sure some people do it on purpose to be like hey you looking good in that you know whatever but, but that's not my purpose uh, so weird i i don't like it not a fan um and I then the other thing like that either. instagram is like that too uh, well I'm, i haven't done it on well instagram is different I, right. I follow people for thirst on instagram it's fine now i do like, too it's, it's, I it's, do it's, too a, it's a mix of friends and thirst on instagram instagram yeah. doesn't really count as the internet Mm-mm. but um the other thing too though was um if <laughs> if if you uh become friends with somebody it sends you a facebook message like so-and-so friend now you want to talk to him like right i think that's weird i know they follow me like i don't want to send the request sometimes they sent me the request and it makes me think okay somebody dm'd me maybe something happened maybe you know maybe something with the show like like i start going okay well maybe i need to tell rod something and it'd be like hey you just became friends i was like you want a wave i was like wave for what what what, what the fuck is a wave right so i don't know man it's just weird like, i'm old i'm not a fan of that shit like get off my lawn you know <laughs> right because it doesn't make sense like i don't like anything i like i anyway i don't like it yeah and just like poke i don't know what the hell a poke is i ain't never poked nobody before. that's old though they had poke on facebook since it started you know and that was always kind of a weird thing i didn't understand how it's supposed to work but they've had at least they've had it from the inception these facebook stories there's no way to know that it's gonna be a direct message until you use oh, it oh you don't no i because i know like, i didn't even wanting to poke somebody seems weird to me <laughs> right but but like saying like haha that's a funny joke you told on your facebook story or you know oh that's so cute like that's I, that shouldn't be a direct message that's just a weird thing that facebook and, is doing and I, and I don't know is it like trying to be snapchat i don't know you because everybody trying to be everybody and also i think because is because your stories are on your main timeline if that makes sense like people have to actually go looking for your story so i think they want to keep it separate uh because when you do because the thing is for those of you that don't know most of the phones and apps the story's at the top a lot of people don't even know what the fuck that is all these little circles because i didn't know what it was for a long time y'all so i'm explaining to people that don't know uh on facebook you have like all these little circles that go across the top and a lot of those are live sto- uh either live feeds that people have previously done or their little like gifts and and stuff that uh a uh, uh, live stories that people have done over time and they're normally about you know a few seconds and then they, they're go to the next one because it's similar to instagram but i know a lot of facebook people don't deal with instagram and a lot most people ignore those but if you touch on those you can see little things people do they have little things people have like cat faces mouth face mouse faces ears you know all mm-hmm. these little features you can do and i think that they want to keep that separate from the regular timeline mm-hmm. so I, that's why i'm assuming they do dm but they have to, I, I think they need to find a better way yeah, it's just a weird i don't know it's just weird anyway. i mean you should be able to see them and i think that's their way of letting you see them without it being on like your main feed yeah since you didn't put the story quote unquote on your main feed because that's I, I and it's weird though look like they would go in both places look like you when you do it it would go on like the store if you want to see it or your main feed but it, mm-hmm. it doesn't such a weird thing anyway um let's get into some other that's all my random thoughts let's get into some other news and it should sound better 
title that was spotify it was just a new mixer oh it sounds so much better mm-hmm. i still need to turn you down you sound oh am i yelling at everybody <laughs> nah i know you know once the show starts start talking it's just natural for our voices to get louder that's true uh jay-z and his mama are gonna receive a glad media honor uh media honor following um her coming out Oh. Jay Z and his mother Gloria Carter will be honored at the Glad Media Awards this year, following Carter bravely coming out in her son's critically acclaimed track "Smile." Um, the special recognition category for the awards, which recognize fair, accurate, and inclusive representations of LGBTQ individuals over the past year, is typically quite varied. Along with Jay Z, the animated short "In a Heartbeat" will be honored this year. Last year, honorees included her story, a short film of a short form dramedy series about two trans women in LA. Uh, we've been around a series of short films highlighting trans figures throughout history and Sin Irmaz Leos, a song by Gemma Corredera about queer love. The song from Jay-Z's Grammy nominated album 444 was the first time the rapper and his mom openly discussed her lesbian identity. And centering LGBTQ representation, Smile stands apart from a genre with an embedded history of homophobia. Following a sample from Stevie Wonder's Love in Need of Love, Love's in Need of Love today, Jay-Z raps the lines, Mama had four kids, but she's a lesbian, had to pretend so long that she's a thespian. Cry tears of joys when you fell in love, don't matter to me if it's a him or her. Toward the end of the track, Carter recites a poem about her experience. She writes, No harm for them, no harm for me, but life is short and it's time to be free. Love who, who you love because life isn't guaranteed. In September 2017, Carter also spoke about the song and coming out to her son in an interview with Deus Friday podcast. For her, the conversation was a long time coming. I just finally started telling Jay who I was. Besides your mother, this is the person who I am, uh, that I am. This is the life that I live. So to my son, I started, uh, so my son started actually tearing. He's like, that had to be a horrible life ma i was like my life was never horrible i was never ashamed of me she added smile isn't the first time jay-z has spoken out about lgbtq issues in 2012 he expressed support for same-sex marriage during an interview with cnn 
what people are doing their own homes is their business and you can choose to love whoever you love that's their business it is no different than discriminating against blacks it's discrimination plain and simple the song and much of 444 was pre- presented as an exploration of truth and other tracks he explores the relationship with toxic masculinity opens up about his infamous affair um the album currently leads the grammy pack with eight nominations including one for album of the year obviously it didn't win but uh yeah that's dope i think mm-hmm. me too uh and i think that's one of the reasons 444 was kind of such a dope mo- album and a good moment uh for hip-hop in a lot of ways Great. um to see somebody that was lifelong dedicated to toxic masculinity kind of crack a bit because i think it's time for people to put some of that shit down and to have a look at what makes people tick and why we feel the way we do why we want to express rage the way we do correct why we uh move the way we do stuff like that and i think it was a great album that explored that you know uh let's see police after russia's first legally married gay couple yes of course the police would need to get involved in this the russia lgbt network posted on facebook that the country's first legally recognized gay married couple is being pursued by police the message was posted several hours ago it says that the apartment of eugene i cannot pronounce his last name but i'm gonna try Wolchek chowski Wolchekowski, i think that's right and pavel uh stasko whose marriage in denmark was registered in moscow earlier this week is currently surrounded by police the police do not does not state the reason for their appearance uh right now they cut off the electricity and internet connection um the report comes after pavel told the radio stations Foboda Foboda yesterday that the police visited the parents home searching for him and that his relatives have been getting threatening phone calls earlier this month eugene and pavel got married in denmark last week the registry office in moscow stamped their passports validating their marriage the russian family code does not explicitly forbid recognition of foreign same-sex marriages so of course with this being a groundbreaking thing russia is like and now we have to put you in jail the story was reported by many news outlets in russia a country where 74 percent of people do not believe that homosexuality is acceptable Ooh, that's a lot of people uh one television channel rain tv required visitors to their site to confirm that they were over 18 to watch the interview with the couple the another way of hiding uh hiding homophobia behind we need to protect these kids well, if you're not 18 you shouldn't even watch an interview with two men that are gay i mean you might catch it you know the tv waves you might just be walking around walking down the street watching this on your phone next thing you know you're out here having gay sex because oh, only adults are gay you can't help yourself you're falling in love with a man because uh you're 17 and you watch this video by mistake the video is just three adults discussing legal issues at a table something that isn't remotely obscene outside the context of virulent homophobia uh interior minister vitaly vitaly uh milanov said yesterday that the legislature will urgently pass legislation to close this legal loophole comparing eugene and powell's marriage to marrying farm animals oh that popular trope uh and then later the ministry declared their pa- uh, their passports to be invalid okay so you got that going on uh um 2017 was the deadliest year on record for lgbt people in brazil um in 2017 there were 387 murders and 58 suicides of lgbt people up from 30 up from 30 percent in 2016 
brazil has a high homicide rate however the watchdog has said that they have only included deaths that were directly caused by homophobic or transphobic violence so it could be more we just don't know correct mm-hmm. they misgender people uh louise mott the president of grupo gay de bahia said that the rising levels of violence were partially caused by the growth uh, and publicity of ultra conservative politicians right right a lot of times they come from america and go to these other parts of the world yeah and uh well so the politicians might not but a lot of times uh the money the churches like a lot of these mega churches and the money they export some of that shit is to uh to make it where places that don't have laws that protect lgbtq people to change those to make it more aggressive there um so that could also be it but i'm just saying the connection between conservative politicians having an actual real effect on lives lost of marginalized people i mean we see that here we see that everywhere we do you know i'm not sure what it is about conservatives that somehow coincidentally always lead to more people dying of the groups they don't like but here we are and know a lot of those people being put in poverty which also causes dying right um but in this case we're talking about violent murders and homicides and suicides we're not even just talking about you know like this is just the general like the general society 30 percent 30 percent that's like a 30 percent increase in a year i mean that's Um, a large number and wait till they start calculating this shit with because i know they've done some calculations but when they calculate these hate crimes these mass shootings and all this shit after trump watch uh it's a discourse that destroys solidarity and equates lgbt people to animals um uh because a lot of people have tell they have brazilian television programs that link homosexuality to satanic forces Mm. we probably got those here 700 club probably do that human rights groups have responded to the statistics by condemning the brazilian government for failing to protect lgbt people jarima wernick uh executive director of amnesty international brazil said that whilst brazil has aimed to introduce protections for vulnerable lgbt people these proposals have often failed she said in the last decade brazil to look to produce policies that could protect vulnerable groups like gay and trans people but they mostly failed due to a lack of investment or change in the vision of policy this follows a 2016 report by grupo gay uh de bahia, de, de bahia i'm fucking up names so bad today uh they found that lgbt people were were killed one person was killed every 25 hours in brazil good god every day a 2016 survey found that 343 members of the lgbt community were killed in homophobic bio biphobic or transphobic situations in the past 12 months oh yep um one death that attracted international attention was the murder of dandara dos santos after a video of her pleading for her life went viral uh then dandara dos santos 42 was taken from her home beaten stripped and thrown into a wheelbarrow before being taken away to be killed a gang of six men a gang of six men who attacked her and cheered as they kicked and punched and beat her with shoes and planks of wood the terrified woman who lived in fortis fortaleza in northeastern brazil uh was seen wiping blood from her face and body in the video while pleading for attackers to stop instead the men taught her about her breasts and throw transphobic and homophobic insults at her telling her in portuguese they will kill the faggot after the video attracted national attention eight men were arrested for a murder and then what will happen right also because it attracted national attention that's why y'all did something that's the only reason why like i 
uh this is the shit that bothers me when i hear people say stuff like it's not the same for gay and trans people um and uh when it comes to race especially since you're automatically erasing all of the people of color that are black and i mean that are trans and and gay and stuff but um nigga this is death that's no different than a lynching to me come on eight eight men gathered to kill somebody you know like what what are we talking about and if it and and bold enough to have it on film by the way you know think about that because they didn't think anything was going to happen like she wasn't doing anything to deserve like there was nothing she could possibly have been doing to deserve to die you know there's nothing there's nothing she could have been doing so it's just um yeah the just the entitlement and and they are facing the same fucking struggle that black people faced and still face in america when it comes to this shit and some people are black some kind some of these countries man i don't see how that's any different than stringing somebody up i don't see how it's any different right and yeah i've seen people look me dead in my face and be like you can't even compare because the anger comes from the same fucking place right i hate you because you exist right it's that's sad um the gay mormon who made his made headlines for staying with his wife is surprise getting a divorce Mm. Mm -hmm. remember that mormon guy joshua who came out as gay but decided to stay married to his wife now almost six years later he and his wife are getting a divorce they also apologize to the lgbtqia community and to anybody who was hurt by a story over the last five years why did you volunteer to be the story that people would use against lgbtq people to qia people to be like hey it's all a choice to me y'all see if he can do it he defeated homosexuality and shit like that why volunteer to be that person you didn't because you could have had your private struggle and dealt with all this shit with no cameras right outside no the press, limelight and and, then, and you wouldn't be looking dumb like i'm not rooting against you i don't want to no. root against you i'm happy you're living your truth i'm happy you're out i'm happy you finally accepted who you are blah 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 but you your story was used to keep a lot of people beat down and in the closet and feeling bad and guilty for just being who they are so you let yourself be used for all that shit then come out the end like my bad guys i'm so sorry that whoo that was crazy right um like you probably got money talking in churches and shit like it's just crazy uh anyway uh for instance childhood lolly and josh weed married even though josh came out to her when he was 16 2012 the weeds came famous after they wrote a blog post in which he claimed to have a robust sex life despite josh confirming he has zero sexual attraction to women the couple and their children were even the subjects of a nightline special many attacked josh weed for being a reparative therapist which he denied i don't believe that a gay person can or even should change their sexual attraction he said i do not practice nor do i believe in reparative therapy or change therapy quite the opposite my therapeutic stance is one that favors but does not depend on the idea that sexual orientation is immutable today we need to let you know that lolly and i are divorcing the couple explains at length uh he said this in a new blog post published earlier this week uh the couple explains at length how they came to the realization he mentioned three factors love for the lgbtq population love for himself as a gay person and the death of his mother how much of that was just you didn't want to let your mama down and shit and then she died and you was like finally i wonder he apologized for the ways he said we apologize for the way our posts 
have been used to bully others to gay mormons and to any lgbtqia person who has who was given false hope by our story yeah man i mean you knew that that's how they were gonna use your story despite you saying like i mean it that way well there's no other way that it was gonna be taken you knew putting this out in a homophobic society people would use you as the example of now that's a good christian man right good mormon man right there he that that man understands okay uh he also writes that his stance on homosexuality while once aligned with the church of jesus christ latter day stance has changed there was an emphasis on perfect obedience and yet over the course of my lifetime the list of things said by these trusted leaders about my sexual orientation was profoundly inconsistent and confusing we wish nothing but the best for the former couple and we hope they find happiness in the next chapter of their journey says uh horntap.com uh so that's wild but yeah i'm shocked right 30 drag queens resign in a protest over a gay bar owner's racism first of all i did not know drag queens could resign from, from like did they work there like how does well, that you work you getting the paycheck 401k taking yeah. out taxes and he was employing 30 drag queens wow uh racist uh facebook post written by the owner of an atlanta gay bar surfaced yesterday to draw bars drag queens walked out in protest i would too palmer marsh who owns well you're black karen oh palmer's marsh who owns buckhart's <laughs> pub posted several racist messages on facebook in 2015 one of them said that the south should have been one should have won the civil war another called barack obama the n-word not the n-word dog on the gay bar nachos i wonder if he would have said it's different come on <laughs> the oppression that y'all faced it ain't nothing the same call barack obama the n-word holy shit yeah obviously vladimir putin thinks that barack obama's a stupid nigger he just might be right i used to think the nyc was the most intimidating place on earth thanks to mayor rudy giuliani has become one of the most delightful places on our earth conservative values can count literally by the trillions uh seemed to me that six years six years have been like a comfortable time of when the peanut man was on the hill i hope is that a racist thing peanut man for i i don't i don't i don't know for obama i hope that i hope the jeffersons are still moving on up wow today the crackers feel like they are swimming upstream that was from february 2015 huh uh here in brunswick ga there's a billboard that reads blue lives matter indeed my friends don't want to talk to me because i like trump too too sad i'm still mary marsh uh my confederate money that i inherited is on my kitchen counter right now steal the money if you like but don't try to take my flag because you might get seriously injured by doing so marsh 70 and his wife mary have not commented on the facebook post or the backlash Mm -hmm. i wonder if he just owned a gay bar and he just like it's just a business i'm investing in but i don't i mean i guess i'm surprised I shouldn't say surprised or, or there's he, something about the fact that he owns a gay bar and he's he's and he thought it was perfectly fine to be racist so uh, you know what i mean i mean right. it's just something about it that's just so so weird you know and i'm guessing maybe it's just a business to him like it's just hey i own a gay bar i own a hardy's i own you know like you own a mcdonald's right yeah, like i wouldn't say anything bad about hardy so i won't say anything bad about gay people because they go to my bar but other than but i should feel, be free to talk bad about black people 
but lgbtq community in atlanta reacted loudly there was so much outcry that his buckhart's closed his facebook account bar manager doug youngblood youngblood told 11 alive that the business on thursday night was half of what it usually is we are being boycotted he said you don't say you're you're your fucking gay bar you don't think they're black gays and this isn't the kind of thing where the, the make america greater king crowd is gonna come out and support your business to prove a point come on because they hate gay people so they <laughs> not gonna show up they can't even do like the half-hearted papa john's bullshit like they just like uh sorry but uh i'm not stepping my hand up in the sewer hole or whatever the fuck y'all call it um on thursday the drag queen said that they were feeling pressure from the community too even though the owner put those words out there no one sees the owner everyone looks at what the what are the girls going to do right are they going to leave are they going to say something shavana brooks said adding that racism has been a recurring problem at the bar at the staff meeting on thursday so they've been on the shit was a problem it just finally blew up entertainment director phoenix announced that she and the other queens of buckhards were all resigning it pains me and also terrifies me to say that i've officially turned in my resignation beginning now also as a whole all entertainers that are under my direction have turned in their resignation several other queens posted uh messages on social media themselves often discussing fears of what will happen to them without their income hey that shit is scary right and it's and it's one of those things where somebody was saying you 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 piss off 30 queens it's gonna affect your business you know people actually come for certain people well i i like this dancer i like that dancer i like the way this person performs like and those people aren't there anymore and people are like why the fuck am i here yeah and the thing is do they have a recourse like is there another place they can go is there some you know can you take your business elsewhere like right. you know if you were an asset to this bar maybe you can be an asset to another bar. bar but i do admit that it is scary and it's often what paralyzes people from doing the right thing right it's like you get stuck in a situation where like ah i can't i can't miss this check though and we all know that struggle right and you know and a lot of people and including myself it's real easy to tell somebody nigga fuck that job and walk away when i don't got to deal with the missed paycheck and i don't have to deal with coming short up on a rent and i don't have a family to feed and i don't have the bills or whatever it is coming my way it's real easy to to tell somebody well you know don't do this don't participate and boycott and shit like that but yeah you're already in a marginalized group where a lot of times it's even hard to work period i mean just just to work and then you right. are steady working and you have to resign because a motherfucker forced you in the spot where if you didn't resign it will, it will almost mess up your name and your reputation if you were to go somewhere else right so i you know that sucks uh right but i i actually will go out and say i appreciate them for doing it even if i think they had they got to a point where they had to because their hand was forced so it's not a completely altruistic Mm-mm. grandstand move but even still there's so many people that would have been like man we just gotta do what we gotta do get this check blah blah um but you know if patronage was down half then you that know then they already the word was already out so this isn't like the the huge martyrdom that it would have been say like months before like say i overheard this guy say something racist and then was like fuck it i'm out but it is it is a significant step and and hopefully this does bring about change right because and that's really funny you in goddamn atlanta georgia like 
it's a lot it's a lot of people gay people everywhere but atlanta is one of the one of the kind of meccas down south mm-hmm. and it's one of those things where it's like hey you pissing off a big community out here and they're like what you not gonna do is this bullshit I will not be used, nor will I help put money in someone's pocket that finds it acceptable to use the N-word towards any POC. I'm terrified because it's a large chunk of my financial income. That's what Eva Destruction said on Instagram. I love uh, drag queen names. That's the best part. Uh, We wore the weight of the community on our shoulders this weekend. It didn't feel good, Shavonna Brooks said. This is how we survive. This is how we feed ourselves. The bar closed early last night, and a meeting was scheduled for the day to discuss the controversy. So i don't know if if that bar is still open or not um and i don't know what you do when the, the dude that owns it is the one who's um you know a piece of shit right and he didn't think that was gonna affect his money because uh the thing is uh for him i can guarantee you he didn't expect his backlash Mm-hmm. uh let's see let's get to some other sections um how about uh um, i'm gonna save that for tomorrow okay uh we'll go to uh we'll go to taking out the trash okay um as soon as i can get that sound clip up <laughs> all right uh there we the go the band got full i just didn't have it open i wasn't prepared to do this segment um uh, until just now to take out the trash guys see who's being trash around here i got some old ones i hadn't got to okay uh watch arizona gopr i guess uh republican accused of sexually harassing nine women hijacks a training session to make creepy jokes he hijacks a train hijacks a training session oh hijacks a training session oh i thought that's like this nigga out here hijacking trains <laughs> So he hijacked a training session for some bullshit. Mm-hmm. I'm about to say, what is you doing hijacking trains, my nigga? Mm-hmm. Got to turn you down again. Oh, I'm sorry. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry. That's all right. Now we gotta get these levels right. <laughs> <laughs> we did the mic check. It was mic check one two one two. Yes, because I was started talking. talking. Oh, you jacking trains? Like, okay. An Arizona Republican state legislator who has been accused of sexually harassing female colleagues began his apology speech with a joke and then went on to point fingers in self-defense. Oh, Me- who was he pointing fingers at? Everybody else? Uh, members, I know you all want to thank... That's literally what pointing fingers means, Karen. Yeah, everybody else. <laughs> members, I know you all want me to thank... I know you all want to thank me for my part in bringing you here today. He said as a joke because it's the beginning of a mandatory harassment and discrimination training for attorney general's office mandatory mandatory so he tried to make a joke like ha isn't this funny mm-hmm. it's all because i couldn't keep my hands to myself and here we are in this meeting and this bitch is why not is funny. he allowed to speak 
right you shouldn't this be shut up and listen time for the guy who sexually harassed nine people the fact that we they haven't even fired don't, you yet right don't they got an hr person whose job it is like you know their job is to go over this bullshit and and parse it out and make a, a powerpoint presentation and shit this is their job this is what they do <sighs> i was beyond embarrassed to hear what that what i thought were welcome and well-intentioned hugs were perceived as creepy and lecherous he said i didn't know as soon as i did know i have been and am so sorry representative shooter also claimed some accusations were made for a personal or political vendetta gotta throw that in there uh (laughs) i mean now some of them hugs was too much but some of you bitches just hating that's all i'm saying won't say which ones the allegations you know how them bitches be hating the allegations against the republican legislator started with a me too post by conservative state representative michelle unguenti rita uh reported in november representative shooter at first apologized to his fellow gop caucus member but retracted his apology within hours right because he didn't mean it if you did it why would you retract the either so were you lying when you said i'm sorry i did that or were you lying when you said i didn't even do that i don't know what you're talking about since then i've actually seen the text of mrs ugenti's accusations i absolutely withdraw my apology he said i've been happily married for 41 years i've never cheated on my wife and there isn't a woman on this planet i would leave my wife for the trouble with miss ugenti stems from my publicly voiced disapproval over how she conducted herself personally with staff and later with legislation uh state representative athena salmon salmon and winona benali uh have also accused him of sexual misconduct representative shooter repeatedly referred to his male genitalia as his gun the conversation made me extremely uncomfortable why the fuck was he allowed to speak also uh that does confirm a lot of our theories about the nra and uh these these dudes dicks right they 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 are like hand in hand parish told of her first meeting with representative shooter uh when he told her he had accomplished everything on his bucket list well except the one that one thing he said parish who was korean american asked about his regret he said those asian twins in mexico don shooter made a demeaning sexual racial comment to me in his office in front of my attorney parish wrote that's not right and that's the truth the arizona capital times reported uh representative shooter speech garnered some applause but many of the women in the house responded with silence yeah men men clapped we are so we are so we are so terrible yeah and then when people go men ain't trash i don't want to hear no defense like i I don't want to hear no defense men tm like the the trademark men it got problems it got all trademarks got problems don't get me wrong but that trademark got a real big problem i just don't understand how you don't know not to clap there right like i don't even like he didn't know not to make a joke but your dumb ass ain't smart enough to know that's not the time to chuck it up like we're in a serious and then everybody got to turn around go back to work with these niggas right we're in a fucking mandatory meeting because of your ass i'm here because you're fucking up i could be working doing other things taking my 15 minute goddamn break but i'm here looking at your ass we can't even pretend to take this seriously for the good of our own jobs. 
please for the good of our standing within the job to just be like oh i took that very seriously even if you're full of shit even if you then turn around and go man i don't care about none of this shit uh, i think it's okay to grab titties these bitches need to loosen up you would think at your job just for appearances sake you'd be like this is terrible i mean we're having a very serious it happens meeting. all the time what a fucking idiot. A lot, everybody been at meetings where you know motherfuckers lying and you go okay yeah we're gonna sing and dance all right all right fucking idiots idiots the lot of you the lot of us it's, I'm, I'm in this group of idiots it, it reminds <laughs> me it reminded me when um in uh high school we had this like sexual education course thing and they took us on this retreat to uh this camp i forget where it was some camp and they separate the group into boys and girls i know very reductive but it was fucking 1994 what are we gonna do right uh anyway they separate the boys and girls and then like the girls go off with the women teachers and boys go off with the men teachers and then you have a meeting where they talk to each, we, each group talks about sex and sex education and real life applications of it and the pitfalls and all this stuff essentially what i can't speak for what the girls talked about but i do know what the guys talked about and essentially devolved into crude crass jokes between the male mentors and who are like football coaches and different you know different walks of life seem to have zero training for this must you know i don't know if they read a book or they just were talking all right so they didn't have people to actually train into yeah talking to people right not for this and you can tell when they don't because it's just not professional right um and so we um we go we go you know we go to this meeting and they end up talking about uh girls that they fucked and going to college and one one dude how his nightmare was that his girl got a train run on her and he was in love with her and that was like a big like like it was the warning to us as kids was like don't fall in love with these kind of girls that let somebody run the train on them because you know that as if there's all kinds of mess that involves train like trains are basically rape culture but come on um but still the point being right, like unless you want a train ran on you right yeah i'm not trying to yeah I, yeah that's i'm not even trying to suss that out right. i'm saying the point being that was our talk we didn't talk about consent we talk about uh you know we, i think we was like use a condom but nothing to so we come back and and like the and, the and the story he told at the end is we're all young boys we're 14 15 at both man and so like he's telling us the story and we're having the reaction of kids like yeah and like the way he told stories like he kept going he went up another hallway it's like a line of men he got through that door and then he went up another like the hall and it was lying out the door down and he got and it was his girl's door they was in there running the train on them and um everybody's like oh you know shit like that and guys are laughing because he's saying it like it's funny you know right and um i don't think we ever once talked about sexual assault i don't think we ever once talked about consent i don't think we ever once talked about um rape uh yeah yeah the sexual assault same thing sexual harassment i don't think we talked about any of that stuff um we come into the meeting with the girls because at the end you have to go both groups had to meet right we walk out the door you know every all the guys laughing it up slapping each other on the back you know coaches like you know people got tears running their eyes because they thought those stories about the women and all the horror stories were just so you know things that to me sound horrible but they were so funny to the to to the dudes Mm -hmm. and we walk in the door and it's fucking you could have had her pin drop right almost every single woman in there was dead silent 
and i'd say a good 50 percent of the girls in there were crying right because the conversation wasn't the same they probably talked about being victims of sexual assault they probably talked about being raped they probably talked about being molested you name it they were talking about that shit and you know it was almost like a slap in the face as soon as we walked in the door laughing because you talking about people that have had a very serious conversation and the, and we had not had a serious conversation Mm-mm. so much so that we thought it was appropriate to walk back in there and be like ha ha and you know you could see the guys kind of try to straighten it up at the end like oh <clears throat> and i was just like this is all of this is a waste of time right like and i was for i was not old and i had i don't think i had had sex at that point i was just old enough to know that that because ex- uh i think one of my friends at the time was this girl keisha who was in the you know she was obviously in the girls group right and we had rode up there sat next to each other on the bus the whole time we had classes together like we you know cool person we had talked or whatever um um there whatever just as friends completely as friends and so i you know we go to take our seats back to where we were sitting i'm sitting next to her and she's like sobbing like to the point she don't even really want to talk you know and i think like one of the teachers even was sitting next to her like so it was like i'm sure she had said some serious shit or experienced some serious shit in that hour or so that we had been apart from each other and it changed the whole mood of everything and like i to me it just felt so weird to know that half that room was basically traumatized and half that room was cla- was ha 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 and that's what this just reminded me of you're the fucking and this isn't 14 year old boys who we did take our lead from these grown men don't get me wrong them grown men made it seem like ha 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 but these are for these are grown men in this room many of them politicians and all this shit and they thought it was funny that this dude would make these jokes it's just wild to me they thought the shit was funny dog a memphis mega pastor admits he molested a minor days before his true love weights workshop 20 years ago memphis mega church pastor andy savage sexually assaulted a high school senior who was 17 years old uh, he admitted to the act on his social media platforms at the time savage was in college and working as a staffer at texas baptist church now known as stonebridge he said in his statement that he apologized immediately and asked for forgiveness from the victim i apologize for forgiveness from her her parents her disciple her discipleship group the church staff and the church leaders who informed the congregation in agreement with wise counsel i took every step to respond in a biblical way the response from savage came after the woman came forward with graphic details to the warthberg watch a site started by two christian women who pursued their faith um took every step to respond in the bill oh wait i'm sorry to started by two christian women who pursued their faith but saw disturbing trends within christendom um he turned into a dirt onto a dirt road continued to drive there were trees all around i could not see the main road anymore from which he turned i asked what was what was back there uh he told me they were building a church i thought maybe that's what this is all about maybe he had some secret to tell me like perhaps he was moving to another church when the two reached the dead end he turned the truck around and parked he turned the lights off the headlights off suddenly unzipped his jeans and pulled out his pants and asked me to suck it i was scared and embarrassed but i did it i remember feeling that this must mean andy loved me yeah because y'all preach that shit right sex equal love y'all preach that shit don't mean it hypocrites he then asked me to unbutton my shirt i did he started touching me over my bra then lifted my bra began touching my breast after approximately five minutes he got out of the truck and ran to her side of the truck fell to his knees and begged her for forgiveness she said she got out the truck feeling terrified and ashamed he continued to plead with her oh my god oh my god what have i done oh my god i'm so sorry you can't tell anyone jules please you have to take this to the grave with you 
she remember yeah so now it's your responsibility you'll destroy me think about me okay i what about the position i'm in right now you hold all the cards she was quickly angered and told him that she wouldn't tell to get him to stop pleading with her the two got back in the truck he took her home i was in shock in the aftermath he said the guilt and anxiety of the assault she said uh it was eating at her soul i couldn't concentrate at school couldn't think so many women are dropping out of school and shit after this right because it particularly when you, when you particularly in college you know how many young adult female young adults drop out of college because of a sexual assault never pursue their degrees never going any further even in high school mm-hmm. as a, uh the fear shame and anger and hurt consume me plus in this culture a lot of times the women are ba- blamed so even right. in the church will probably be like well what'd you have on why'd you go with him down the dark road i mean didn't you know that uh, you know they're never gonna turn to the dude and be like he's gotta go it's gonna be now you gotta forgive him i mean we've covered this before like that school that religious school was making people apologize to their rapists and shit for being angry at them as embarrassing as it was for me to tell all the dirty details of this horrible secret i had no other choice what happened to me was not right nor should have had it been my fault i had to report this little did i know the very people i was about to entrust to protect me and help me would not only victimize me all over again but also engage in a cover-up to protect my abuser and the image of the church right steve bradley was the pastor of the woodlands parkway baptist church which is now known as stonebridge bradley is still the head pastor of the church 20 years later associate pastor larry cotton was who woodson approached first she sobbed sob telling him every single detail of the horrifying incident just as i finished telling my story larry immediately spoke up and asked me to clarify he said something to the effect of so you're telling me you participated she recalled what followed was a wave of shame come over her yeah oh you sucked this dick well aziza sorry gotta gotta say it's your fault that's that's how it goes yep doesn't matter that he fucking pulled you uh it doesn't matter that he drove to a place where you were dead by yourself turn out the lights in a dead end he's under a, false pretenses you had to be scared he's a grown-ass man he's in a truck and then tells you uh yeah suck my dick well hey you know what <laughs> sounds like you participated so i'm gonna have yeah, to say it, this is completely your fault right so if she would have said no he'd beat the hell out of and killed her then what mm-hmm. keep in mind they ain't called the police she was told the associate pastor would inform the head pastor in the church would deal with the situation what does that mean nothing you mean you're doing nothing in the days that follow savage went on as though nothing was outside of the norm in fact he even taught a workshop titled true love waits about sexual purity and abstinence the workshop wasn't merely about sexual abstinence it was a full force no kissing no touching form of abstinence workshop so you mean the thing that you did without consent you 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 didn't preach against okay wasn't fell deeper and deeper into her depression she ultimately confided to her women's discipleship group looking back now i know without a doubt it was a cry for help tears ran down my cheeks i remember feeling a slight sense of relief as this was no longer just a secret between myself andy larry and steve uh however i too remember feeling as though i just played my last card i knew i broken the rules of silence and that there would be consequences for my action when word got back to the head passes they were forced to act savage was removed from a youth group trip skiing and rumors were beginning to spread still the church never told the congregation about what happened instead they held a going away reception for andy at the church in which he was allowed to simply say that he made a poor decision and that it was time for him to move on from our church hmm that, that does seem to be par for the course she later learned that her parents never even knew what happened to so uh woodson told them the church even had to gall to call her parents years later asking if they would be okay bringing savage back on as a staffer so the church no! didn't even, yeah the, the, the church didn't even tell her parents 
why like what happened or any of this shit but then i guess after they knew that i was like well we should at least call them because we want to hire them again woodson said that she was wasn't just inspired by the me too movement she was motivated to reveal her story when she saw savage's social media posts about other men in the news who are sexually harassed and sexually assaulted women so sad to hear another high profile person in the midst of sexual misconduct allegation it's again in the scene that sex on our own terms isn't working go figure the pastor wrote with a link to a story of matt lauer's allegations the fucking balls on you bro the balls that's a damn yeah and then by the way you notice how he tried to tie it to like the religious aspect of yeah man it's really wild how y'all out here just having all this sex you need to have it on god's terms he can't even do it right because and and that's the thing you know sin is sin you know when they talk about it and it's one of those things where just because you're in the church it doesn't mean that sin doesn't happen there and it doesn't mean that people don't sleep with each other pastors don't sleep with armor bearers and all that stuff too and just like y'all try to quote unquote hold these heathens accountable you need to be held accountable too in fact truth be told you need to be held accountable to a higher uh uh calling you know because that was the quote-unquote the purpose of going into religion so yes we need to act and we need to act swiftly and we need to say no this is not acceptable behavior but nobody ever wants to do that but yet you want to look at anybody else outside of the church and call them heathens and sinners and everybody's gonna die and burn and go to hell but nobody's looking at within the house itself uh she emailed him eventually uh like right after that and never got a response well she she said remember when you assaulted me uh you remember how you acted like you loved me and cared for me in order for, for me to cooperate in such acts only to run out the vehicle later father your knees begging forgiveness for me to not tell anyone what had just happened well i remember hashtag me too come on savage has continued his war on sex with a sex nation series railing against homosexuality pornography divorce and sexual atheism so he made a living off he's making a living wow jules wilson has filed a police report about the incident uh um yeah it'll be interesting to see if they can do anything this far away from the incident though uh but how much of this was her being persuaded not to act because everybody she told ended up de-escalating everything into like let's just sweep this under the rug let's not treat this guy any differently i think you get the message at some point that nobody cares and no one's gonna try to help you out of this it's all about him right and most women know that and they understand that so they act accordingly it's a lot of women that will die on their graves and have been assaulted by a lot of men a lot of famous people who we will never 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 know because they don't want to have to deal with the backlash yeah you don't have the money for all this shit you don't have the time to get justice you don't want to do with being harassed yeah what i don't even know what the fuck sexual atheism is i don't know um this is sounding like some new shit they made up str.org has a blog what is sexual atheism and why is it wrong video many christians handle sexuality just fine uh for the rest of the world handles it as if there are no standards alan explains why this is a problem for those who prefer uh profess to be christ followers that shit is i was recently asked to explain what's wrong with sexual atheism 
Now, in order to answer this question, we first have to answer what sexual atheism is. And the answer is simple, and that is that sexual atheism treats sexuality as if there's no God. In other words, when a person decides about how to behave, morally speaking, with regards to their own sexuality, they are going to decide in the same way that an atheist does. And of course, an atheist doesn't believe there's a God, and so therefore there is no God out there in order to inform their own moral behavior. And so the Christian, therefore, acts in the same way that an atheist does. They say, look, with regards to my sexual behavior, I'm going to assume there's no God, and I'm going to engage in sex outside of, uh, of marriage, and I'm going to act and behave the way an atheist does with regards to that. Now, uh, recently there was a, a study done by ChristianMingle.com. I, I can't lie. I legitimately don't know what the fuck that just meant. You know, you understand it? What he's saying? Somewhat. I think he was saying that when it comes to sex, you know, because, uh, quote unquote, according to the word, you know, uh, when it comes to marriage, you do things, you know, as a husband and a wife. He was saying that a lot of them think that there's Christians who are Christians and say, okay, I'm a Christian, but when it comes to my sex and sexuality, that part of my life, I'm not going to put up underneath the Bible. I'm going to separate it. So I'm going to treat that part of my life like God isn't there or isn't watching or isn't looking. So it's sexual atheism. Um, which actually is, I think, something they completely made up. Like, 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 it completely made up. This, this is, this, this is, this is some, some shit that it's like old school people would go, oh, you just sinning, <laughs> quote unquote. <laughs> That's what that is. But you say this thing to make it look cute, to kind of cover it up, to make it not seem as bad. Mm-hmm. But th- that's a, a, a flowery f- phrase to put on it. Where they surveyed a number of 18 to 59 year olds and they asked them a question. Would you engage in sex outside of marriage? And surprisingly, about 63% of respondents said, yes, we would engage in sex outside of marriage. That's what sexual atheism is. It's Christians engaging in sex outside of marriage and saying, you know what? We don't care what the Bible says. We're just going to act as if there is no God that informs our moral decisions. I suppose it's pretty obvious as to why a Bible-believing Christian would think that such an action like sexual atheism is wrong. Right. Just old-fashioned yeah fucking uh here's my thing um this dude preaches against sexual atheism and has a fucking assault on his record and it's just the one we know of just the one we know of just the one we're willing to come out at this point with her story we know that the entire church is complicit in covering shit up for him correct so now how many other people were there he was like he was in a position to counsel you who who else did he drive back there what else has he tried you know um uh that that's wild that's wild um at any rate um so he actually went and apologized for his sin in front of his um congregation so because she forced the issue and now he has to discuss this stuff because it actually did happen and uh he got a standing ovation Mm -hmm. ain't god good Mm mm-hmm uh so yeah got a standing ovation for uh apologizing for the sin don't know if he apologized to her but he apologized for engaging in a sexual incident with a high school student 20 years ago 
he's an author and a podcast host he remains on the high point staff repercussions have begun for what woodson says happened two decades ago um times reported on monday afternoon uh christian publishing company bethany house canceled the july publication of savage's book the ridiculously good marriage yeah i can see why you have to do that also on monday the commercial appeal in memphis uh reported that the austin stone community church in austin texas placed staff member larry cotton on leave yeah because that's the dude that covered it up he was an associate pastor right because it's easy to blame one person than to actually go after the whole system Mm-hmm. we grieve for what happened to jules wilson said a, com- a statement to the commercial uh austin i mean commercial appeal from austin stone's communication director john young no person should ever um Wait, did he say no yeah no person should ever be subject to sexual sin from any church leader the church felt it was appropriate to ensure cotton's qualifications for his current role of leadership in order to remove our potential bias from the situation uh yeah i guess would probably be pretty biased um uh since you employ him right um we place cotton on leave of absence while an investigation by a third party organization is undertaken we will provide a full report to the church after its completion woodson graphically shared a story uh we talked about that after she did savage went on social media saying he had a sexual incident with a female high school senior when he was a college student working for a texas baptist church now known as stonebridge savage who helped found high point church said he responded in a biblical way what's that even mean i prayed about it i mean that's in the bible right yeah because you know and the thing is i stoned her to death right that's a biblical way oh the the thing is and and this is what kind of kills me when it comes to this it's like okay i admitted that i did and i'm wrong and only god can judge me yes but you know what there are fucking laws there are laws that you have to abide by too laws can judge you right and laws can condemn you too and you have to deal with the consequences of your actions if the law said this is the punishment for your actions they don't give a damn about your jesus also that please forgive me jesus please baby please you you that's not necessarily um the closure of it because she was still what if she said no so now i'm stuck out here in a dirt road by myself in the middle of the night like and, and hoping you don't do something to me if and i say no you don't kick me out or rape me or some shit like nigga fuck you mean until now i did not know there was unfinished business with jules because you stopped caring she told other people they escalated up the chain you think nobody made him aware of that you know that's crazy Jules, I'm very deeply sorry for my actions 20 years ago. I remain committed to cooperate with you toward forgiveness and healing. When he finished, church members stood and applauded. Yeah, uh, the other thing is if you believe that, why then you didn't say nothing when she emailed you and you waited until she went public? If you believe that. You could, cause like, honest, let's say you wanted to keep it private. I don't really give a fuck, to be honest. It didn't happen to me. Correct. But, um, let's say she might have been willing to be like, listen, this is some shit you, we can handle behind the scenes, you know, or she could have said, this, these are the things I want for restitution. I do want a public apology. I do want you to come out and talk about being a hypocrite, blah, blah, blah. No, you ignored her when she emailed you. So, of course, in the absence of a response, and this is a human nature thing, in the absence of a response people will always assume the fucking worst it's human nature it is you know and i'm not even saying people are wrong Mm -hmm. you're probably right if motherfucker if you hit somebody up and say this is an issue and they basically go i'm not telling you shit then they probably don't give a fuck you know we make time for what we care about he didn't care he could have emailed her back hey you know what you brought that up 
i you know i've been uh i thought that i had talked you know dealt with this back then but i clearly have not what can i do to to make this better you know i clearly i don't want to be a hypocrite on this thing nah 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 you were like hopefully she'll go away don't panic right don't react and she didn't and your ass got fried but then what does it matter your congregation clap for you they don't give a fuck no they don't because it's not their daughters uh former idaho lawmaker shot and killed himself amid a sexual abuse investigation uh three months after he abruptly resigned from the state house and a criminal investigation to alleged sexual abuse emerged a former idaho lawmaker shot and killed himself a relative found brandon hickson 36 uh former republican state representative and well-known local figure dead of a self-inflicted gunshot wound to the head um hickson's death comes as the nation uh reckons with reports of sexual assault and harassment with dozens of men falling from positions of power of entertainment business and media politics as allegations come to light hickson was elected in 2012 uh he was among the youngest lawmakers to win a seat in the state legislature criminal investigation launched in october by caldwell police alleged hickson was involved in a possible sexual abuse incident according to documents obtained by the idaho attorney general's office by washington post hickson had also been at the center of a 2014 separate investigation alleging inappropriate touching while while babysitting oh hickson in 2014 denied the allegations told police he believed they would destroy his political career according to the ap it's unclear whether the new investigations are connected to the 2014 case he resigned in october during his third term which was not to end until 2018 in november uh, i hope that my efforts have proved helped improve the lives of my constituents why do you even want to be a politician if you can't not touch kids uh, anyway i will never forget all of my colleagues and da, 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 this other shit uh the former lawmaker's death comes one month after kentucky lawmaker dan johnson who was accused of molesting his friend of his 17 year old daughters during a sleepover at home in 2013 shot and killed himself two days after the kentucky center for, to, for investigative reporting published an account of the incident by his accuser it's amazing how these dudes will literally kill themselves they will literally kill themselves okay. rather than face justice for what they did right you know and, and then the, many cases th- these two dudes are republican white well, males nothing's gonna probably would to not them. have gotten in as much trouble as you know somebody else would have correct and even still couldn't even face it couldn't even face it um johnson the state representative representative and self-proclaimed pope of his louisville church had also denied the allegations but said in a facebook post before his death that he and his family felt tormented by the reports yeah that's to me i know that you know i don't i hate to sound callous about somebody that killed themselves but to me like the ultimate slap in the face is when these people kill themselves and then be like but i i, I mean i didn't do it this is a witch hunt i'm just killing myself because y'all is tripping but it's nothing to do with me feeling guilty or actually doing that shit or wanting to see it not wanting to see it proven in court no 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 i it's just y'all the, like it's like another slap in the face of the people that had the courage to speak up and be like <laughs> this no person justice. abused me right it's like i can still control the situation from beyond the grave right i will never give you the closure i will never admit to it i will i will gaslight you to 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 my death that is like that that's what i hear when i see these fucking he said he didn't do it to it and then killed himself i'm like okay all right um i mean sorry for his family and friends and shit i mean you know i'm sure many of them either didn't know or had nothing to do with this shit but still correct like that's just some wild shit it's almost like a double suffering matter of fact mark sailing from glee the dude who um 
uh uh, pled guilty to possession of child pornography killed himself at 35 today um wow yeah like this is like a thing it's a it's a whole last thing like do some child abuse get called out for it and then kill yourself like before anybody can get any closure a day in court justice a lot of times or people do good investigation yeah i mean it might say something about how we as a society view that child molestation shit like once you get convicted people feel like oh yeah now you can i hope you get raped in prison and shit like that like we definitely don't believe in rehabilitation for people that abuse children you know and i don't know what the morality of that is really ain't my not my lane don't know the rules not trying to say but maybe it says something about us as a society that we pick those people to be like you know uh kill yourself you know what i mean like we don't do that with actual like just rapist rapist like if you rape an adult we never i mean you can go play basketball again you can be a the world heavyweight champion you can be the president you right you can be a lot of things and be a person that rapes grown people but uh when we consider somebody to be a straight up pedophile we like it's like they gotta die um anyway two more women accused nelly of sexual assault Mm. two more two more that's an interesting coincidence i guess uh um one woman said that uh at a concert at the party in june in 2016 he uh stuck his hand up her dress um and this uh according to an amended complaint initially filed by the accuser monique green the second new accuser claims the rapper masturbated in front of her in the dressing room after a concert in december 2017 she also claimed he grabbed her head in an attempt to demand oral sex yeah these dudes be feeling like i can treat you like anything because you're a woman and you're around me and i'm fucking nelly you know it's so it's just so wild like we we are that entitled it's just like you know that's why i think when people said that he's sorry shit they were so like i don't know about this one i think that's why it's because this is just male behavior it's not so you know i think the common out how common it was was why it was a good chance to talk about it right but obviously nobody really wants to have those nuanced yeah. conversations because once you really get down to it and really start talking about the nuances of those conversations this more commonly happens to women Mm-hmm. and nobody ever wants to admit that they participated in it and nobody ever wants to admit because if you admit the shit that he did was creepy you have to admit the shit that you did was creepy too mm-hmm. um yep so um i mean because people don't even want to call the shit fucking creepy uh jane doe one said she's a happily married mom stationed in the uk with the military she bought vip take tickets to a show where she and a friend could take photos with him backstage doesn't mean i want to fuck you dog it it doesn't just hey i took a picture at the nelly concert if it, if it was a dude that bought some vip tickets to, to take a picture with you and be like and now to pull out my dick right it's like everything <coughs> a woman does around you isn't isn't an invitation to put a pussy on a platter she might just think you're a cool guy and like your music right it happens then because the room was crowded he suggests they moved to another smaller vip room which they did the documents described jane doe too as a mother of three who attended the nelly concert with a group of friends they decided to pay to have a picture taken with the performer he asked her twice to follow him into a room so they could talk the second time nelly closed the door stood in front of it and dropped his trousers uh green who first accused the hot in here star of rape in october and then dropped her case after refusing to work with local police is still seeking an injunction against him asking the judge to demand he stop assaulting women she sued him for sexual assault and defamation in december 
in december nelly's attorney told us green's accusation nelly has suffered very real damage to his reputation he's incurred economic loss and painfully has watched his family suffer as a result nelly is planning to proceed with litigation as a first step of restoring his reputation yeah and keep in mind she dropped her lawsuit because the police um were supposed to be keeping her identity secret and it leaked people were texting her phoning her and all kinds of shit and even the police admitted that they fucked that up so how was i going to get a fair trial yep um all right let's move into some other shit i know this is a lot guys but i feel like we have a lot of trash we have a duty to cover this shit um i think um Mm -hmm. so let people know this shit is real and this ain't no shit that people making up yeah i I think uh, you know what bothers me and the reason i feel like we have to cover these things is too many people will dismiss these things they don't even read these stories no they don't they don't know any of the details they don't care and i guess it bothers me on a certain level to watch people do that over and over and over again to be like well what i mean you say that but what has scott bale done i mean why are y'all hating on scott bale I, he was charles in charge you know what i'm saying i'm like did you read the article do you did you see no, what they said no okay well nelly never did nothing to know i know people that ran around the internet proclaiming that dude's innocence like not just uh this was inconclusive or you know where the case you know she she had the case filed up by the police so she let it i know people who full out were like shame on y'all she he obviously didn't do it nothing happened because they don't read shit they read a title and then they run around so i do feel some obligation to talk about these things on the show to go back and be like yo this dude got accused by two more women when are we gonna say maybe something is happening here and it's okay to not jump to your favorite rapper not even y'all's favorite rapper but this people a rapper's defense because we know him you know that's all i'm saying so yeah you know for the foreseeable future i'm I'm gonna continue to try to cover these things and i mean the stories are piling up i don't i don't think we'll ever get to all of them Mm -mm, it's like a bottomless pit yeah i mean uh, maybe i'll try to speed through some but some of these i just feel like we need to cover these things because nobody nobody everybody else seems more interested in the salacious headlines but not the actual stories of what's happening to people Mm -mm. um all right uh let's see what else we can do um how much time we got left we got we got a little bit we got Mm -hmm. 30 minutes and then we can uh we can always um add another session too all right uh let's do some fucking with black people we're just fucking with those black people we're just fucking with those blacks we're just fucking with fucking with black people that's right guys time to play the game we all hate to play it's fucking with black people the game we go all around the globe find different articles make us feel fucked with and we'll sign point scores from zero to 100 intervals of 25 today's contestants everybody all right let's see who's fucking with us today an air force sergeant is under investigation for racially insensitive facebook rant facebook gonna be the downfall of folks listen bigots and facebook never met a better match come on an air force sergeant's under investigation for blasting lower rank black females at nellis air force base in a profanity laced facebook rant uh, officials at the las vegas base says tech sergeant geraldine lovely was removed from her supervisory role after viral footage of a racially insensitive tirade f- surfaced over the weekend it pisses me the fuck off 
that they have no respect they constantly have an attitude lovely can be heard saying in the sense delete the video what the fuck is up with that a second version of the footage uploaded monday garnered more than nine hundred thousand views according to las vegas sun she was wearing her air force uniform in the video well we don't want anybody to have to guess where you work right let's not let them do some let's not let them have to actually do some work did you come in with stripes too did they see your stars they're talking down to me i'm trading light i'm trading i'm trying to trade lightly as a high-ranking non-commissioned officer to not blow the fuck up and start a fight club she raved in the footage every time i fucking talk to them it's like i'm some stupid ass girl what th- that doesn't even re- deserve to be talked to as a person said lovely a member of the 99th force support squadron uh the base pledged the investigation determined if her remarks were the tip of a broader issue in the military facility while the actions of this individual are inappropriate and acceptable unacceptable uh we you we are using this unfortunate situation to continue dialogue with our airmen about the topic of good order and discipline mm-hmm. zero to 100 karen i mean black female <laughs> <laughs> i know 100 is she not my thing is this she probably not saying how she's talking to people oh they got attitude how are you talking to them right would you, you you might be doing and saying shit to provoke an attitude i don't trust your judgment if you thought this any of this is a good idea right i guarantee you you coming at them sideways so they coming at you Mm-hmm. uh so yeah i i, I personally got to give it a hundred i you know i somehow doubt that you were able to navigate that situation unbiased. as mm-hmm. uh, as gracefully as you probably could have right okay let's just say that um let's see what else we got here um serves him right appalachian state tennis player suspended after telling the black opponent at least i know my dad <laughs> that old i know my daddy trick that's some pretty good racism yeah it's a lot of y'all it's so uh so most niggas don't got two parents homes i don't know but that's some good racism that's what i did that's mwah. sunday night john wilson senior class president at the historically black college north carolina a t uh took to twitter to reveal that he had been the victim of racism during his tennis match against spencer brown of appalachian state boy you could not have a bet whiter name than spencer brown <laughs> yeah apparently said uh uh during our match today along with other racist comments he told me at least i know my dad their coach responded by saying we have a black guy on our team then he said black twitter do your thing No, black twitter is the csi honey they be they're like okay we own it honey they'll find out your background where you work how many accounts you have why isn't there a black twitter csi tv show by now i would love that shit Look, i would love that shit we have every other csi on tv at this point there's no black twitter csi you know i would love that shit i would love for them to have like like an account and and somebody hit the account and somebody like i'm on it like i just want them figuring out who said some racist shit every fucking i i swear to god i'd live tweet it i'd watch it appointment fucking viewing i don't give a fuck if it started little bow wow i would fucking watch that shit every week of them just finding random bigots who post shit on the internet and go into their jobs and fucking shit up yes i would love it they be at they work they be at their job working it but like uh yes uh jim yes your your jim uh is your hashtag at i love donald trump that's that's you right yes yeah that's you with the with the eagle flag yes 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 
um well i wanted you to know that i have been doing some investigating who are you no 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 who i am is not important here who i am is not important. I, look i want to see them do shit like google image search the dog you use as your avatar on twitter to find out that that's your real dog yes and, and what pet store you bought them for from and like find the town in idaho and like find that nigga and be like he you know and they could do it could be just like the other shows like the other detective and tv shows and shit where it's like they go in and interview the pet store owner and stuff yes i'm a team you know a man was in here he was he was buying a uh he bought this chihuahua a couple years ago i mean you know i did think that guy was kind of strange you know and then they could always have like the misleading details and stuff where they think it's one dude you know that, that guy that always overshares when they oh shit you know that guy that always overshares when they go to meet him like that that person in every episode where it's like you know uh it's like a mechanic and he's like working on a car underneath it and then they come in and then he like slides from underneath the car and they're like james smith and he's like yeah you look who's asking and then like did you uh did you uh send a racist tweet out do you have a twitter handle for so-and-so no but i do hate black people and if i would have i would have done it too but i don't have the internet because i ain't able to pay my cable bill or whatever you know that dude damn it it ain't you right or either either have something where you know somebody has a, a a picture of like camping and like it's a, like a special tent and that tent is only made in like a certain part of the country and right. like only a certain maker does it and all the black twitter csi people they not even police no they just they just people like it's not like the other csis where it's like they show up and it's like oh damn uh so-and-so cracked the case because that's his job like no it's just black people being like hold up that's the lows over off fourth street come on and then like they show up and he's like, who fucking car is this in the background? I know that license plate. That's registered yes. to this guy. Like, or, or you know what? Or either they, like you said, they, they fuck around and have like a, a McDonald's or something. And they're like, like they'll go through their Twitter shit and find a McDonald's. And some right. of them are like, I know that McDonald's. That McDonald's near my bus stop. I'm right. for 72. And the thing is, they don't like, uh, like, when, like we get the people fired. Like, we don't get actual justice. Like, they no. go to jail. Everybody just get fired. You know what yes. I'm saying? It's like, we got a human resources on their asses. All right. They just lose their jobs and shit. It's like, oh, this nigga don't work at AMC movies no more at AMC theaters because he said some racist shit you, and put it on the Snapchat. Or you, or you know what? Or they would, they would go and they would be like, at, well, let's say whoever it is, like at the movie theaters and they would like, hey, black, you can, you can see it like real time. Hey, black Twitter, the person works at this store hashtag such such and you and you can see it in real time people just start lighting it up well not just i don't see the twitter part is not that important to the show the show Ah. is live action so we can show that moment but that's not the i don't want to show like the whole trends and all the jokes yet like i want to show like when that tweet comes and says you know um uh hold on let me go to the uh we're at the time limit give me one second guys we're coming right back uh we'll get right back to this oh give me one second yes but uh yeah well i'll I'll explain um as soon as i get everybody back in here oh no problem yeah and it'll be one of those things to where it's more about the investigation yeah Yeah. like i mean you know it take these shows take like an hour so you know we we have time for a lot of stuff but yeah it's not just about black twitter because we experienced that on the black twitter side of it like we've all been there for like oh we watched this racist person lose their job no that like that part is cool but that ain't what the show gonna be about the show is gonna be like we go like someone tweets out like 
hey guys i checked this ip address and they got an account here and also they live in this uh this city and then the other thing like it come back later and be like yeah that means they work at this store and that's where this tweet was sent from and we know it's this guy so let's let's uh let's tag the store hey h&m do you know you employing a racist randy smith da 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 and so <laughs> so like you show that little bit of like the tweets and stuff but you mostly show what happens off the, so like right. what does h&m do when they get the tweet like what is this what, go get randy you know and they like bring them in they have like a little meeting like are you the critter getter 37 on you know like i want to see that you know just yeah every week just because uh, listen we have enough material we, we got- have enough material we cover this every day on this fucking show somebody be racist and lose their goddamn job right black twitter csi we couldn't make this shit happen and you know what and and i and i would like it whenever they get a thing it'll be like black twitter mm-hmm. yes i wonder what the themes who would make the theme song i don't know i don't know who would make i haven't thought about all this this is all off the top of my head i don't know but i just feel like you know we would definitely need uh to pool our resources and make this happen or mm-hmm. ava DuVernay, if you're listening to this listen okay we can make this happen black twitter we csi can make this happen i mean you got catfish like what's this would be better than catfish okay finding these motherfuckers but see that's a reality show i want to dramatize it you know like i want to have it because that's the other thing just like the csis and the nypd shows and shit they all can do like story of the week you know the dude yeah the news of the day we can do like news of the day like white girls in blackface we could do like a whole episode yes! of just these white girls that put on that fucking black face makeup and they think it's so cute to be like yeah, nigger 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 and then we just have like you know black twitter do your thing and then just like that oh my god the csi person that's the head of like our recurring role they that could be their catchphrase every week black twitter do your thing, thing. Yes! And it's like oh shit it's black 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 twitter csi zone <laughs> yes! oh oh man i am all in if I... angela bassett new show don't work out maybe we get to do this come on angela bassett busting people up oh my god come on Mm-mm-mm. i would like it oh anyway what were we talking about <laughs> Oh, okay. So then they said after yesterday's tennis match, uh, Appalachian State University responded after yesterday's t- men's tennis match in Appalachian State, student and en- athlete engaged in behavior that was derogatory and offensive. Student athlete has been suspended indefinitely from the team, effective immediately for violating the student athlete discipline policy. We have reached out to NCAAT to convey our apologies on behalf of the Appalachian Athletics and the university for the conduct of this member of the team uh we'll see if that's enough we'll see how long indefinitely is but uh oh yeah i'm absolutely here for that thank you good get rid of them uh zero to hundred. Oh, hundred. yeah i knew my ad i hate when white people say racist shit like that because it's like you don't even fucking know me man <laughs> like somebody tried to do that to justin one time <laughs> well you need to get a job it's like what the fuck what are you talking about like what are you talking about fucking racist piece of shit do some research right anyway at least uh, know what you're talking about you're gonna be racist yeah a fucking hundred a uh black conservative um got upset about the shithole comment appearing on cnn uh monday afternoon former donald trump administration staffer who was fired for criticizing the president went after him again following weeks of the commander-in-chief attacking african nations as shitholes and culminating with trump going after hip-hop entrepreneur jay-z on twitter 
okay i hate to be this guy hate to be this guy i hate i hate to do this but what are you ever doing over there you know it's like seeing a sheep hang out with a pack of wolves what the fuck are you even doing over there you you know i am offended you would try to bite me right how dare you i I come over here to hang with you wolves and next thing you know y'all motherfuckers got the knives and forks out i mean i mean the other sheep kept telling me not to bring my ass over here but i was determined this is what i wanted to do who could have seen this coming i just don't Mm -hmm. Uh-uh, they kept telling me come back come back and i didn't want to listen i try to give him a chance try to keep an open mind i don't like just assuming the worst of people and here i am tied up on the dinner plate with an apple in my mouth Funny. ain't this some shit ain't this some shit uh yeah speaking of cnn host brianna keeler the cnn regular and uh, cnn regular april ryan sure michael's <laughs> sorry sorry it's not funny sure michael singleton was uh, <laughs> why hey man do y'all be knowing y'all giving y'all kids republican names like maybe that's why they republican you know maybe it's our fault you know paris sure michael like maybe it's our fault really it's like well what was he supposed to do other than go on tv and be a fucking pundit for republicans i don't know like what's that kid's name you know what i'm talking about that black kid that is always like mm-hmm. i forgot that whatever that little motherfucker's yes. name paris denard not paris denard what the fuck is that little kid's name he got one of them names too like he get kicked on you know like he get picked on and go home and be like give me my youtube camera mama i'm gonna talk bad about these black people cj pearson yeah they just got them names man anyway uh so uh he said uh we had eminem a couple weeks ago uh april ryan said we had eminem a couple weeks ago who uh, who went in on the president he basically drew a line in the sand and said if you're with him you're not with me don't even talk to me to his fans and trump never responded to eminem mm-hmm. and that's still being played on youtube but with jay-z another rapper who happens to be black eminem is white jay-z is black this president jay-z touched on humanity more than anything else she continued he said they're beautiful people and beautiful with beautiful everything when you think about the black and brown populations a lot of people go by their feelings and with what they think and they talk about tarzan movies swinging from trees and that's not africa to mm-hmm. april's point why did trump respond to jay-z and not eminem keeler said to singleton uh singleton said it leads to a lot of people uh questioning president trump standing on racial issues people of different ethnicity i can understand why people may say maybe he does have an issue with people who are not right <laughs> adorable i can see how they could i mean you know coincidentally come to that conclusion look that look as african-american i'm proud of our community he elaborated growing more passionate as he spoke we are the product of slaves people who did someone flash a camera between these sentences what happened (laughs) we are the product of slaves people who were brought here from an unfamiliar place and in spite of all these things uh look at the progress we've made so in spite of trump's hateful rhetoric we will continue to make progress in the right direction and for those listening to his words screw donald trump he will (laughs) he will continue to make things better he exclaimed at which point ryan laughed and blurted wow uh oh no not he will we will continue to make things better and ryan april ryan laughed and blurted wow while keela seemed startled (laughs) because this almost had a character did he did he grab april ryan by the shoulders and his nose started bleeding he said get out get out then then that was the end i don't know 
well, i don't know uh, what happened after that yeah he said i find the black experience to be quite uh <laughs> Yeah, he looked at April uh, Ryan and said, no, 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 Oh, man, we don't have much time left. Uh, <laughs> let's do some guest arrays. Anyway, zero to 100 for that that awakening. Uh, 50. I give him a 50. He tried. Pull a little tank tank. Over there messing with them wolves. Now that it's time for some guest arrays. That's right, it's guest arrays time. Now that it's time for some guest race. That's right, it's guest race time. That's right, it's time for guest race. The number one game going across all the podcasts. And we really play news articles from all over the globe. We ask our contestants today, Karen, and the chat room to guess the race. And of course, they're all racist. All right. See what you guys have to say today for yourselves. A man confesses to killing his neighbor, clearing snow from his driveway. Oh! Mm-hmm. A Michigan man charged with murdering his neighbor confessed to killing a woman after seeing her blowing snow out of his driveway. Uh, court record show, Wendell Earl Popejoy, 63, of Ottawa Can- uh, County, confessed to kill the shooting his neighbor, Sheila Bong, 59, according to court documents obtained by Grand Haven Tribune, Popejoy, who had no previous criminal record, told Ottawa County Sheriff's Office Detective Ann Coster that he made the decision to kill the woman after seeing her outside on December 26th, blowing snow from the easement driveway in front of his home. Wendell stated that he had made that decision when he saw Sheila to kill her, uh, Coster said during the hearing. For what per- fucking possible I mean, reason? She was was she clearing his driveway he was like fuck you bitch i don't i don't comprehend this yeah like i'm trying to help you out as a good neighbor right and i you, mean there's a lot of space between i don't want you to do that and i'm gonna kill you you know um Wendell steady made that decision costa said during a hearing sunday uh adding to the according to the court transcript he then grabbed a gun from his home went out to the easement where sheila was blowing the snow wendell stayed he went up behind sheila shot her in the back of the head and disposed of her body disposed of her body behind his residence police found bong's body two days later she had been reported missing by relatives earlier that week at the last being seen december 24th at her home mlive.com reports um wow uh pope joy was arrested december 29th and was arraigned tuesday in grand haven district court on charges of open murder or using a firearm commission of a felony details of the relationship between them are unclear but a friend of bongs told wzzm that she had an ongoing dispute with several neighbors one of the women's neighbors not pope joy unsuccessfully sought a protection order against her and her fiance according to court documents obtained by the station the order pertaining to a disagreement regarding bongs use of an easement was not granted however what the fuck is an easement is this like some is this like is is this neighborhood just that's the easement beef in this neighborhood right right like yo man you not fuck around with easements over here b okay you step on my easement you catch one in the head i don't give a fuck right deputies from ottawa county sheriff's office have been called to the neighborhood more than five times recently about disputes between neighbors bong's family uh meanwhile said they're still in shock due to the heinous nature of the crime i, I, I don't know put it in the chat room what an easement is mm-hmm. so allowed to use uh, easement is the allowed use of another land written into your mortgage agreement uh the right to cross or otherwise use someone else's land for specified so oh i guess they was fighting over this shared land they had or something uh, anyway 
guess the race of the man who shot this woman window oh. error approach away oh that sounds mighty white all right karen's going with white the chat room let's see what they believe tiki torch mail packet white suburban craze crazy white as the driven snow white that name is so caucasian it just called me a nigger white property value went up white i don't want them niggers on my land white white they handcuffed him in front and allowed him to put a hat over his face white a nigger uh niggers don't care don't clear snow and would be glad somebody to do it for him white 12 inches of snow white um homicide atheist <laughs> i don't know what race that is winter olympic white black gums black man six degrees of crazy right the correct answer is white <laughs> and some of you guys missed it one of you missed it was the woman it don't i don't know don't say right and i don't think she was white Mm, that's just by her last name so Mm -hmm. i think racism may have played a part too for you to go that far well whatever happened i just know that crime was (laughs) cold-blooded all right (laughs) all right let's go to the next one Mm -mm mm-mm-mm uh i know guys it was chilling oh, sorry i meant to start it over but whatever you get the point um how about this one um an anti-gambling crusader who shut down raffles wins twenty five thousand dollars in a gambling parlor sweepstakes mm. okay so- hypocrite Oh, so he anti-gambling, but he won something? She. Oh, she won something. I'm sorry. Kathy Gilroy has crusaded against gambling for decades, speaking out against casinos, illegal raffles, and a recent wave of video poker cafes. As one of the most visible gaming opponents in Illinois, she has warned that the, she has warned that the vice erodes social, society's values and work ethic, takes money from poor people, and can lead to addiction, bankruptcy, crime, and suicide just this year she blew the whistle on a 1.6 million dollar queen of hearts raffle put on by the veterans of foreign wars post in rural morris forcing it to shut down hours before the planned drawing until the raffle was properly licensed so even she concedes it may seem ironic that she recently won twenty five thousand dollars by playing a sweepstakes game at a gambling cafe in her hometown of villa park all those all those dedicated gamblers that spent their lives in quarters Mm -hmm. giving it away and she just comes in and wins mm-hmm. i call what have, and i know this probably illegal why do people be like you know what you don't get nothing i called a pastor friend and said oh my god should i send it back what do i do do i donate it she said he said don't feel guilty you just got paid for all your volunteer work against gambling it's god showing his grace on me Mm-mm. Mm-mm. despite god just be down with anything it just depends on what you want him to do that day right she been right. using god to say nobody should gamble then she gambles and wins and she's like this is just god helping me out you know as no now he didn't help your ass out okay yo your winnings that's the devil my winnings jesus despite her long time anti-gambling activism it turns out she has a history of playing and winning sweepstakes Duh, this is just like that dude that doesn't he believe in sexual atheism right here against right. that 
she said she's landed prizes including electronics and trips to the bahamas and california she once won a big screen tv from a mechanic but it asked instead for a thousand dollars in service a week later her transmission went out and she quickly got her money's worth she'll even play the video poker machines at gambling cafes if she is given a free promo card but you don't want no the distinction she makes is she's not spending her own money to gamble she enters sweet states because by state law they must be made available free of charge and unlike vfw game that was not licensed as required by law she says the sweet states she plays are perfectly legal but you still gambling you say it's immoral you don't say it's illegal right you want to shut right you want to shut down the legal shit too she's just trying to get more of y'all gamblers out the pool so she got a chance i think so too she's 68 she works selling supplemental health insurance for people on medicare shrugs out she drugs out the negative comments she's gotten over the years such as when she succeeded in halting a rifle to raise money for needy college students because it was unlicensed and not put on by a non-profit as required by law do you know how many enemies she's done made by doing this bullshit like this is stuff people do all the time you like well you ain't got no license she's worried that her winnings were proceeds from money that people lost gambling but decide that it comes out of the profits of the parent company oh she just decided okay uh anyway guess the race oh this one is white all right check the chat room see what you guys believe good grief must be nice huh must be nice um so white say still couldn't wait to defend her odds are you'll have fun because you're white 53 percent hypocrite ain't shit white but all my chips are white every single part of this story is premium white woman head assery phyllis shaffley white had a 53 percent chance of winning white sage still white and uh i'm putting my money on white to correct <laughs> the girl that's is white y'all got it and i'll put it on screen so you can see what she looks like i don't think anyone missed that one so you guys pat yourselves on the back um yeah she won that's so wild and then said it was from god the audacity the caudacity of this woman to then pull the guys jesus gave me this money i don't know what y'all sinners been doing but right and 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 the thing about it only a white person would have that much goddamn time niggas is working ain't nobody got no time to be protesting folks gambling she like 68 too like mm, that's wild all right let's do one more we'll get out of here um can a rack of ribs fit in your pants <laughs> ah can they a 26-year-old man was arrested after a report that he removed a full rack of ribs from his waistband. A uh, nigga. Uh, the man accused December 15th of pulling pilfer meat from his pants was identified by Martin County Sheriff's deputies as Maeli Aguilar Alvarez of Indian Town. Hmm. Mm-hmm. Only him and Nelly like pulling meat from their pants unsolicited. <laughs> it's unclear whether the ribs were beef or pork. A further search yielded two packs of hamburger buns, nine pieces of fried chicken, and some mashed potatoes. What kind of coat did he have? Goddamn coat pants. Mm-hmm. All of which he secured using the five finger discount. Aguilar Alvarez, uh, hold on, this pop up happened. Is not accused of uh, skipping a cornucopia of com- comestibles. I don't know what that means but um plenty for a picnic uh there was no reports of condiments such as barbecue sauce or ketchup or beverages such as soda or water being stolen 
uh investigators reported him he smelled of booze and was intoxicated he was arrested on a retail theft charge in connection of, with the 32 dollars 49 cent heist guess the race of mr Miley aguilar alvarez i'm gonna change my vote i'm gonna go to with uh, a latino okay all right let's see what these voters in the chat room have in their pants um ah! uh afro latino right of heritage ritual um uh this administration gonna deport his ass oh yeah the state of the union gonna be about him also had room in his pants for oranges to sell on the highway come on ah! come on buddy latino latinx uh lat latinx i don't know latinx Mm-hmm. um back so wet he can swim on it latino oh. mcrib is hispanic carne la negra latinx uh he put down i will bring meat hispanic this his pants were low rider latino <laughs> oh my god the correct answer is he's latino or uh, latinx sorry <laughs> let me uh put it on screen for you guys and they will do sword ratchetness and get out of here for the flash and then of course black lightning yeah the real state of the union the real state of the union right Mm -hmm. the only state of the union i care about the union of that man and his fine ass ex-wife come Mm -hmm. on trying to save his family Mm -hmm. black lightning's back One day you're gonna make it mm-hmm. uh let's see what we got here um a twin falls man claimed he acted in self-defense after being headbutted in the face uh oh. he, he had a sword uh he struck another man in the head with a sword he later claimed it was self-defense jeremy william brown white of twins falls uh was arrested january 20th and charged with aggravated battery the responding police officer said in the court documents that he was dispatched to the 200 block to elm street it was a nightmare on elm street that day at the 4 p.m ah. to find a man bleeding from his head according to court records brown's ex-girlfriend told the officer that brown went crazy and started moving her things after she told him not to touch them meanwhile another man the resident began arguing with brown then brown attempted to hit his girlfriend she said and the other man intervened during the fight brown grabbed a roman sword off the wall and struck the man with it on the top of his head a third man then intervened to stop the fight brown claimed the victim head butted him in the face and he had used a sword to defend himself oh he sound mad abusive mm-hmm. she's lucky them dudes was there who knows what the fuck he was planning on right. doing he was booked in twin county jail and fifty thousand dollar bond a preliminary hearing set february 2nd we'll be back tomorrow guys we'll have the guys from comedy outliers everything goes right Yay! and uh can't wait to do that until then i love you i love you too Mwah. <laughs>